Hey there, everyone. This is Cass with SCNS Live. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the video version of this, you can check it out on YouTube. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, all at SCNS Live. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to an all new episode of SCNS Live, the super cool nerd show. I'm your host. My name is Bad Moon Pie slash Cat. I don't do this by myself ever. Sometimes I barely do it at all. On my right. <laughs> Hi, I'm Cora and I look like I was created from a child's imagination. And magic <laughs> and I'm so down for it. Uh, on my other side, I think I've met her once or twice. Uh just yeah just once or twice uh i'm Cass or moon moon pie as i got stuck with through a family tradition that's right and back there uh behind the boards doing his absolute best to keep up i actually got a working microphone this week hopefully people can hear me better now it's the little victories we have we have oh, to there, take, get a more there weekend. was a big victory for me this week oh baby Tell us about it. Oh, I'll tell you about it once we do. Once we get into the show. I'll okay, and now we're gonna get into the show with some super cool nerd news. All right, so in no one's surprise, I got some anime news for everybody. What? Shocked. Shock and all. I know. So, I'm not sure if y'all have heard of this little little anime called Mob Psycho 100. I haven't, but you're you telling me oh, that cool. it's a big deal, and so I'm going to go with, of course, <laughs> Mob Psycho uh, 100. Cycle, the cycle of mobs. So, the first one through 99, not that good. If you enjoyed One Punch Man, this is the same guy. Same guy that wrote One Punch Man, wrote and drew Mob Psycho 100. It is... Like, one big shit post. It's so much fun. The whole premise, like, over, like, overly, you know, simplified premise, is you have this kid named Mob, and he is psychic. But he doesn't really use a lot of his power. So, the whole point is, like, you'll see him use, like, maybe 3% of his power and do this, and maybe 10% of his power and do this, but when he reaches 100%, he has godlike power. And so, Mom, Psycho 100. Ah. Oh, okay. But um, this show has been, like, you know, pretty pop... Like, it's been a niche popular thing for a while. So, like, like it's weird. It's, like, it's, it's popular, but nobody talks about it. It's one of those kind of shows. Yeah. The art is very interesting because, again, like, you know, um, the creator isn't, like ungodly good as the artist who did like One Punch Man but his style works for this story and I love it so I think maybe that's why it's not as popular but we're getting a season 3 that's what's the most important thing we're getting a season 3 coming out in October if you haven't watched Mob Psycho then you need to head on over to Crunchyroll.com not sponsored and yet, yet but please I would love that and give it a watch because it is so funny. I'm interested. <laughs> Raymond, the blonde guy, 
is an absolutely terrible person and I love him. He he is the definition of a con man and doesn't fully believe in the like ghost hunting business that he has and just kind of uses mob because with it for his power. It's giving very like pushing yeah. daisies. Yeah, similar. Yeah. I was thinking what's that show you like with a skeptic and they go in the ghost hunting, but it's a reality show. X-Files? Reality show. Oh, oh I know. Yeah, uh, like, I haven't Unsolved seen Files. Or, like, I don't remember what it's called, but I know exactly which one yeah. you're talking about. Uh, the new one's called Ghost Files. The original call was called BuzzFeed Unsolved. Yeah. Yeah, it, it has... So sorry. Honestly, it has a very much that kind of vibe. And it it's great. Like, all you need to give it is, a, is like, one or two episodes, and you're usually sold. Like, it's good. Nice. That's good. <laughs> there needs to be more shows like that. Yeah. But yes, Crunchyroll, please sponsor us. We'll watch all the anime instead of just Evangelion yeah. <laughs> like three yeah. others that Christian makes us watch. I watched Attack on Titan. Most of it. Some of it. Some of it. <laughs> I'll kidnap y'all to watch some, some good anime. Okay. Yeah. Who else has uh, TV show news? Uh, I do. Go. I do. Uh, let's talk about uh, also a story that you can watch. On, uh, well, read about. That's what oh, TV shows. <laughs> so, uh, Cora mentioned one of my favorite Netflix shows last week, Love, Death, and Robots. Well, we got an official trailer for season three, and not only did they reveal the uh, the season three trailer, but they told us the titles that the episodes are going to be. So, we're looking at nine episodes this time around. You know, I have notes. I has notes. Uh, also premiering May 20th on Netflix. So right around the corner, best birthday gift for me because this is like three days afterwards. So the episodes are going to be uh, the, the the three robots that we saw in the first... Oh, wait, I got a trailer. Why am I not playing the trailer? Uh, also, that's Cameron's birthday. May, 7th, May 20th? Mm-hmm. Well, it's a good one for him. So Anyway, so the episodes that we'll be watching are going to be three robots, exit strategies, the same three robots that's all like Humanity after it all, blown up or whatever. Bad Traveling, The Very Pulse of the Machine, Night of the Many Dead, which I need to know more information about. Kill Team Kill, the best name ever for anything. Uh, Swarm, Mason's Rats, Invaulted Halls, Entombed, and Jabaro, which we actually saw a little bit of at the beginning of the trailer. This trailer looks great. There's a giant crab. There's a giant <laughs> crab killing folks. I'm all about this. I, this is what I, I've always y'all know me I love anthology series Twilight Zone the stuff on Shudder so this is right up my alley I love all the different art styles all the different stories different creators I can't say enough about and I literally said in this article as I was searching for a reason to hold on to Netflix they, they yeah. released this trailer man I was hoping that would be Sandman <laughs> so yes make y'all all Sandman's coming to you there, there, there was an interview that came out recently mm-hmm. with Nail Gaiman that does have me excited about Sandman so all, you can go to the article on our website for more information about each individual episode but I am all about this uh, Cora you, you've been more than uh, audible about your enjoyment of this show no you, I haven't you said that you liked the first season right no, I said that I liked what I was seeing in the trailers. You didn't watch it at all? Because I thought when you brought the story up, you said you had seen it before. No. I oh. said I tried to watch it. <laughs> wow. I'll try to watch it again. It was a little... Do I need to go into the Star Wars rant that I did? No. <laughs> I, I watched an episode. Uh-huh. 
There's a weird... There's a weird thing in homophobia, which is like masculine lesbians are predatory. And I don't know if it was the first episode. I don't. Somebody had me watch an episode in which that was featured. It was the one with the kaiju. It was. I don't. I don't remember. I know it was the first season, and so I stopped watching. Now I get it's an anthology, so that like. That yeah, has yeah. nothing to do with the rest of the show. Feel free to skip over the ones you don't yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love this series. I watch them all. And- I will say this in response to your, do I need to go on another Star Wars rant? Being choosy about which things we engage in does not make us ungrateful for massive amounts of content. For Star Wars, it does. Not for this one. I'll give you a pass <laughs> this one. For Star Wars, absolutely. I don't need your pass. That's what are you mad what? that we're not watching? Huh? That y'all, y'all, y'all haven't finished all the episodes of Star Wars. Y'all haven't cleaned your plates. So oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> so, like, I haven't watched that was Book the whole of Boba Fett. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. I do see. remember. Yes, I do remember that conversation. No, but, uh, I'm, come on. This, this would be my reason for keeping a Netflix subscription. I mean, yes, Sandman is not here yet, but, okay, y'all got me for another month. What <laughs> else you got? Y'all canceled Cowboy Bebop on me, you mother... <sighs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Love, Death, and Robots, May 20th, on Netflix. Cannot wait. Exciting. <laughs> what else we got in TV? We have a new Doctor Who, actually. Hey. Um, uh, it was announced a couple of days ago. Shudi Gatwa is uh, his name. He's a Rwandan Scottish uh, actor. Uh, born in Rwanda, raised partially in Scotland. Um, he has previously been seen on a show that I know that you're really familiar with, so I wanted to know if you could talk to us about him, because uh, I haven't watched Sex Education. I watched some of it. I uh, was I was amused by some of the premise, uh, which was basically like a, a dude who's not really having sex starts giving out sex advice because his mom's <laughs> like a sex therapist or something. Anyway, this kid plays his best friend and was part of one of the more like emotional moments that I saw on the show, which was like he and his best friend have a a yearly tradition of dressing in drag and going to see Hedwig in the big city. And he, for reasons that are, I don't know, like he has his reasons and you understand why it happened, but it doesn't make it excusable. Like he doesn't get there in time. So the, the kid, the black kid, the Rwandan Scottish guy went in drag by himself into the big city and that doesn't go well and it's just like he gets mad yeah he gets real mad and you understand why but like he can act his ass off i'll say that like and that's all i need to know usually with my doctor uh i am really really excited and i think we've talked about this before that we are getting a new showrunner uh in an old showrunner of russell t davies which did christopher eccleston the david tenning years um, our showrunner for the last, not my showrunner, I'm so sorry, uh, 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 the showrunner for the last couple of years has been Chris Chimnall, and I think the series has took a significant dive in quality. Um, it got, it got, there's a difference between socially progressive, uh, interesting stories and straight up preaching to your audience, and he, like, like here's the line here's good content and here's where he was like he was it, over here just on the <coughs> pulpit basically yeah. you don't want to see you use your show solely as a vehicle 
for screening your message unless that's what we signed up for. Yeah. Like, and he was doing what is straight up, I, and this is the appropriate word, propaganda. Now, it's propaganda that I agree with. You should, you know, be a good person, but it's still, I'm like, wanted no. to see the fiction. I wanted to see, like, a sci-fi show. I wanted to see and enjoy, like, good writing, and I haven't seen that for several years, uh, which sucks because Jodie Whittaker is an amazing doctor. She's charming. She's funny. She's so cool. And I just, the writing hasn't been there over the last couple of years. Um, And we're getting Russell T. Davies back, and we're getting uh, our first black doctor to take the helm. We've had one briefly kind of come in here and there in the background, uh, but we're getting a black lead, and I think that's really cool. I mean, you're disappointed? Yeah. Why is that? Because it should have been me. Because you wanted it? Yeah. <laughs> every, every time, BBC, why? Why? It's because you're not Scottish. Exactly. I don't have to be, you know? The first, I, I can you know you, but you do have to be. You have to live there. <laughs> like you, move. you do have to live there. I feel like your audition tape is just you walking onto set. And like making all the sound effects of like the TARDIS <laughs> and then bringing in a lightsaber <laughs> for no reason. And then just I being wish. like, I'm black, yo! Oh, and no. then like, oh It's a doll like, and then a trash can just a boom! It's you across the face. <laughs> I would watch the show out of that. And then you do it. So, so new skit. I, new skit idea. Terrible Doctor Who. <laughs> and then you doing like your own like stunts on camera with an invisible monster. And you're like, oh, it's a Doctor Who staple. You gotta show that you have that in I your bank. I just feel like you do that. That's what you do I'd for be your the punchiest Doctor. Absolutely. You know what? Want to see that? <laughs> we have been lacking a Doctor that just solves the problems by punching people. That's true. That, that is, is one true. of the one of the Cybermen. Just gets a writer. <laughs> <laughs> <His head> spins. <laughs> I I don't think you should be the doctor. I think you should be the next master. Ooh, because we have had an American master. You know what? You know what? I'd settle for a sidekick. Oh, Michelle Rodriguez. <gasps> I'd settle okay. for a sidekick. Okay, role. you know what? I could see Jason um, being a very mouthy sidekick. Eric Eric Roberts, Julia Roberts' brother played the master in the 1996 movie. It was bad. It was really bad. <laughs> but there has been an I mean, American master. Doctor Who in the I'm, I'm clearly not cut out to be the doctor. I'll stop auditioning or stop uh, Really excited. I will sit down and I will start watching Doctor Who again. I will say this. This kid is charismatic. He's extremely watchable. He has a very, like, he's just a really good actor. His All of his expressions translate really well, and you're like, I know what that's feeling. Yeah, he's got one of those faces. Yeah. I, I think it's gonna be great. Oh, yeah. Which is really great in a, like, high school show, but would be much better in something like Doctor Who. So, so admittedly, like, and this is, this is, like, in the comment about the showrunner and everything. The only episodes of Doctor Who that I remember watching and enjoying were either from Eccleston or from Tenet, because I, I did not like what I was seeing with Matt Smith. There was a significant shift. Yeah. And and that's nothing against Matt Smith. I like Matt Smith as an actor and as a person, but his doctor I wasn't a fan of. I mean, he has a weird, upsetting face. (laughs) I can get behind (laughs) people not liking him as the doctor, even though I did. Yeah. It it was more so like the storylines were just really weird and the whole Amy Pond and Roy Pond, like everything with that was just real like... Russell T. Davies did some of the hardest, emotionally hardest hitting episodes that we've ever That's seen. That's the only thing I'm scared yeah. of is Russell T. Davies yeah. can be a bummer. He's not a pull your oh, punches yeah. kind no, of guy. He's not. 
like very very distinctly the two episodes that I remember seeing. Like this was what my friend showed me to give me into Doctor Who was Are You My Mummy and Blink. Like those were the two episodes that she showed. Interestingly, me. Uh, one of them was written by Stephen Moffat. Huh? Wait, yeah. which one? Was actually it really? both of them. Both of them were written by Stephen Moffat. Oh. Let's not talk about Stephen Moffat. What else have we got in TV? Yeah, let's, yeah let's what else have we got? Anybody else? TV, TV, TV? Um, I have another TV, actually. Go. So, Netflix had this little show that I got Jason into called The Way of the House Husband. It was a manga originally that got turned into an anime and got turned into a live action series on Netflix. If y'all haven't watched it, it is, a, it is about a man who is... Formerly of the Yakuza and leaves that lifestyle to become a traditional house husband. His wife is the breadwinner and he stays at home and it is it is so funny. I cannot express how funny this is. Like the setup for the jokes are usually that it looks like he's doing something mob related and then it turns out he's like making a cute bento for his wife and then he's taking pictures for Instagram or taking his dog for a walk. And even like when he runs into other like members of the yakuza of like rival gangs or whatever they're like they'll like square up and he's like your dog's cute so is yours play date yeah and then they go to the dog park <laughs> like it's great but the netflix show was such a big success that we will be having a six-part epilogue special for the show it's going to take place about a year and a half after the finale and it's going to go encounter some topics like his um his kid going into like um middle school and dealing with that um having like okonomiyaki making contests with other rival members and like job hunting and all kinds of like shenan like things that are just normal everyday life for us but shenanigans for this we don't have a date when we will get it, but Japan will be getting it starting May 27th. Is this a live action show? Yes. Oh. I've only seen the anime. Yeah. It's the first time I've ever said that. <laughs> the live action is actually pretty good. Okay. Um, there's also a movie that is coming out in Japan. It will be released on June 3rd, and the live action cast from the show will be reprising their roles for the movie. Awesome. We, again, we don't know when that'll be released in America, but I'm really hoping for, you know, soon, because I love this show. It It's wild, from what I know. Like, it's oh, just yeah. absolutely wild, and oh, I yeah. love that. You know, like, you know that the jo like these, like, dramatic setups are going to be something so mediocre, but you don't know what that mediocre is, and so it's like, a, is this the one time it's going to be serious? Yeah. Is he, is he about to shank someone, and he just starts cutting lettuce? Yeah. Like, oh. I love of course. That. Also, his I love his wife. She's so cute. Very little of it, but yeah. She's so cute. That's something that seems like uh, they do better in different environments. Like, we never, like, wait for the joke long enough, I think, yeah. in most American television. So they'll make a similar setup, but then they'll, like, they'll zoom back, and it's, like, four seconds in. They're like, no, that's not what's happening. So Yeah. But moral of the story, if you have not watched Way of the House Husband yet on Netflix, if you still have your Netflix, you should go do that, because it's great. It's a great... <laughs> so, you know, give it up, know what Netflix is doing. If you still have it, it's great. It's a good mood booster. 
And if you're feeling down and need a, a, a laugh with very little effort, you got the show. And soon more. I like it. What else we got, TV? I've kind of, you've kind of, we've kind of. <laughs> Go through every... You and I. <laughs> okay. We have a story. What's that? Uh, if you have watched, if you haven't watched uh, Netflix's American Vandal, uh, it's it's a documentary. It's a documentary. It's a mockumentary. Well, I was going to get to that. It's a documentary uh, about a a student, a high school student that was accused of uh, vandalizing and drawing a bunch of penises on teachers' cars. Uh, it is entirely <laughs> fictional. Not just uh, teachers. Everybody's. Everybody's. Uh, it's entirely <coughs> fictional. It is, when you think mockumentary, a lot of times you think like The Office or Parks and Rec. Mm -hmm. This is indistinguishable from an actual documentary. It's straight up, and it's done by two high school students who are doing this whole thing, and it has them like theorizing about how it, who could have done it and it's really 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 good so the people behind that are doing another one it's called players and it's about esports <laughs> <laughs> and i took my first look at the trailer and i've seen some esports cat has seen more it looks like everything i've ever seen that's been produced for esports like it looks like esports and i don't know how to say it but it does this looks like there is a, there's a, uh, there's an infamous documentary about Team Liquid in League of Legends called Breaking Point, and it is one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. It was, uh, it was recommended to me by, uh, League of Legends and Overwatch all-star, uh, shoutcaster Monte Cristo, because we're buddies. Christopher. <laughs> as weird as it sounds. Uh, he's kind of a buddy of Cass and I, and he told us to watch it, and it was outstanding. So this has very similar vibes. It's about a player who's definitely not double lift, who has been a an all-star League of Legends for forever, that is kind of the star power that has gotten comfy in his success, that screams and is toxic AF to every other player on his team. And then also another person who's definitely not, what was his name? De started with a D, like Dechens or something weird. Definitely not that kid who came and like threatened his space. It does look like esports and it's done by the same people who did American Vandal, which was very much a like whodunit puzzle. Yeah. And then I forget who did it. I do, because it, it doesn't matter. It's the story. But you think you know, and yeah, it throws you, you You're a sure lot. that you know. And I remember. Over and over and over and over <laughs> and again. And there were really two seasons, and they had wildly different answers to who did it. The second one was way grosser. Yeah. But um, it was a lot of fun to watch. From the production angle, one of the things that excites me about uh, these producers, uh, and Tony Yacenda and Dan Peralt are the showrunners for American Vandal and for players. Uh, one of the coolest things about it is they cast entirely unknowns. Uh, like, Kat and I are pretty prolific in knowing people. Yeah. Especially actors. Most of these people are from nothing I've ever heard of. 
I didn't recognize oh. anybody in America, anybody in American Vandal. It is, they're, they're absolutely unknown and not enough people are doing that. And these are big productions. And so them casting people, the writing staff, a lot of these people are just absolute unknowns and they're good. Which is not only a good thing to do for a just like promoting new talent is also extremely, extremely helpful for a mockumentary to get lost and like they're strangers to you. So you don't find yourself like thinking about the acting as much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he couldn't have done that. He's Tom Cruise. Like it just, yeah, it, it makes it feel a lot more immersive and believable as like a documentary or a found footage or whatever it is you're going for. Yeah. It's, but yeah, first three episodes drop on Paramount Plus <laughs> on the on June sixteenth, with one coming out every uh, Thursday after that. In the meantime, if you want to see a really good documentary, find Breaking Point Team Liquid Breaking Point. You can find it online in random spots. And if you want to see a really good story, look at American Vandal on Netflix. The first season, if you're squeamish, don't watch the second season. Yeah, if you're too squeamish, don't watch the first season because there's. rough in the first season as well just not as much but if you ever want to see people talk about like of course not that's not how i draw dicks i always have the ball hairs on there that kind of humor (laughs) that's vaguely or if it like every time i draw a dick i like to draw the little droplets out the end that kind of like detective work is so funny so good so well done so yeah what do we got out what else out there video games I have video games. Um, I got video games too. So. What you got for video games, Jason? Uh, mine's pretty quick, but uh, finally, the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order, and the game will be called Survivor. Is is Cameron? Is Cameron? Coming? We don't know yet. Okay. We do not know yet. I I my not short ginger. <laughs> not very short. Cameron Monaghan. Mm-hmm. Um, hang on, I'm trying to find my picture. Yeah, we don't. I don't have anything else except that they just announced what the game is going to be. Uh, there was some controversy this week, though, because apparently, like, they uh, did push for a person of color or female lead and were shot down on the first game. Here's all of our surprised faces. I know. Look, at me, look I'm shocked. Shocked as hell. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Jedi Fallen Order. It's a great game. Hard for me to be mad. I really did like the game too. Yeah. yeah. But that is what it, I I have the image and I just forgot to put it in there. But yeah, it is. Oh uh, God! Why am I? Uh, Jedi. Yep. Jedi Survivor. It's coming from EA. Who you know? Hey, a broken clock is right twice a day. They got this one right. <laughs> Thanks, EA. For, I I couldn't fault them on this. This game. This is one of the games of the year. So hey. So, yeah, it's short. We're getting a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. I'm happy about it. Yeah. Um, I would like to make the argument that, uh, what's her name that you find at the end, should be a playable character. Yeah. I I, I know who you're talking about. I haven't played I a lot of Fallen Order, so I can't bring up They haven't name. made a figure of her, so I don't remember Exactly. Her. And I just know Cameron because it's Cameron Monaghan, and right. I'm in love with him. Uh, but I'm excited. Like, I want to play. I want to play the first one all the way through. I didn't get a chance to. <gasps> oh, man. You missed I the know. ending. I know I did. The Do you have a copy game? for me? Huh? I didn't think so. What else? Do you have a copy for me? <laughs> yeah, I do, actually. Do you have an Xbox copy? What? No, it Xbox? wasn't. No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, the ending to that game is like just, holy crap, I'm about to die. That's, 
Like if you don't feel that at the end of a video game, is a good video game. No, no, no. Game? This is like I'm. I'm sure I'm about to die. Gotcha. Like there is no doubt. I'm like it, I'm not, like admittedly at the end of the game. I just want to throw the controller. Out. Okay, fine. I'm dead. That's it. I'm dead. I accept this. <laughs> I died. I'm, I'm just gonna walk away right now. So yeah, I I am excited for Jedi Survivor. Bring it on. Give me a trailer. Give me some details. I need them. I need Star Wars games in my veins, baby. So that's it. I want to swing around my light sword. <laughs> <laughs> What else we got? Uh, we have another uh, character joining the ranks of uh, DC magicians. Actually, uh, you think of, of DC Comics magicians. Who do you think of? I think of Zatanna first off. I think of Constantine. You don't think of Jason Todd then? What? You know Jason Todd, the famous DC sorcerer? The D-bag, yeah, I know. Jason. Jason. The Red Hood? Todd. He has magic now, I guess. The new Gotham Knights confirmed that you're going to create like little circles that you walk on. But it's Jason Todd. But he's a magician. Now. Like, did, did he get this power when he was resurrected by Raj al Ghul? That's one of the implications. And I read a couple articles. It's one of the implications that, like, yeah, he got raised by Raj al Ghul. And then, but, like, mm, that's not part of his character. Can we not? Oh. I mean, honestly, we don't know what's part of his character. It's the Red Hood. That's his whole thing. But it's like, these are the details that we're going to be like, this is definitely factual. Okay. <laughs> so, like, okay. magic, first so, of all. So and we're like, wait, what? you don't want to go over, like, how old is he? <laughs> well, let's jump straight to magician. That makes okay, sense. Someone, yeah. someone has, like, given him this ability. Here's my thing. I'm good. Batman gadgets, right? Uh-huh. Batman has shark repellent, uh-huh. canonically. Uh-huh. Couldn't you just give him a something-something gadget can do this thing? Like, did you have to make it magic? This is an outstanding uh, <laughs> example of DC and how well their production team works. This is like them coming out <laughs> and saying, we're ready to confirm something for sure canonically. The Joker has a cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like, it's not any of the answers of any of the questions that anyone's ever had. And we can't, like, place it in our mind in what the rest of his canon looks like. So confirming I'm this I'm is bonkers. I'm actually looking forward to playing Gotham Knights. I, I actually do want to try this game. But damn. Well, I do have bad news for you on that front. You're mm-hmm. going to need to get that PS5. Only going to be PS5? PS4 and Xbox One, they confirmed they're not doing it. Oh, I know. Well, all right. So, uh, um, yeah, Series S, X, Series, uh, th- the new Xbox, for real, and the PS Five. Not even downloadable. That's what they said. Well, it's probably not oh, even going to be out for a minute, right? Like, it's not. Uh, it comes out October twenty fifth. Probably, so, I mean, possibly. The, Although we got more delays this week, not I mean, God of War. Got, squad yeah, till next. Too. No, we got deadening that's, silence from God of War, which isn't great news. But that, look, we're seeing stuff for God of War now. Mm-hmm. We're seeing video. We're seeing cuts. I'm, woo, woo, Speaking I'm of, excited. put that in my veins. I'm getting excited. <laughs> Like, when they started fighting the wolf, I'm like, oh, okay. They okay. just don't want us to forget that Ragnarok doesn't solely, like, refer to Marvel properties. Right. So, okay. 
Yeah, we're waiting on Gotham Knights, and apparently I gotta get it to Speaking of which, uh, uh, there's something really important for God of War. Did you know that Atreus got his first pube? Why do I need to know that? I'm just saying, Redhead has magic as long as the word going over (laughs) other just unnecessary (laughs) bullshit. Talk about big reveals. I did that for you because I knew that you wouldn't be able to keep it together. It's like an enchanted crowbar. I have a crowbar at home. Fine. Like I don't care about him. He's never been my favorite. Remember, remember, Jason. I got a a crowbar that I can hit people with. I don't think. I don't think he likes them. Exactly. Just remember when they had the vote. When you called in, like, does he live or does he die? Oh yeah. I I voted die. And then you did admit feeling a little guilty of it after. When yeah, you it's saw. Kind of like I didn't think it was going really. <laughs> I didn't think it was really going to happen. And they did it brutal. I was like, "Yeah, kill Jason Donald." Like, and it was like, "Oh, they, they really, oh. they really did it." Oh, oh. he's all the way did. And that was like a that was like one of those extra phone extra charge phone calls that I got in trouble for too. <laughs> like, Just to make sure that you like killed Jason Donald. To, to make the call. Um, I, I do want you to know, Jason, just by the way, Jason Todd is one of Mia's favorite Robins. Whoops. She'll get over. Oh, she won't. I mean, who is Jason Todd competing with, honestly, for Tim the best Drake? Robin? Like yes, Drake. actually. Tim is the her best Robin. Okay, but Tim, Tim is her is second favorite. Is her other really favorite. a Robin? Like, what? when you think of him, do you think of him <laughs> as Robin? Oh. Yes! Oh, no. Yes! Okay. I don't actually have an opinion. Red Robin. The only yum. Yum. <laughs> the only Tim's Robin. The, best Robin. the only the Robin best I've ever liked. Yeah. The best Robin is Dick no Robin. <laughs> sucks. Well, Dick did his whole thing. He's not. No. Yeah. But he wasn't the He's best. Such Robin. an emo little. Every Robin is an That's emo true. little bitch. Yeah. Not Stephanie. That's true. Stephanie's chill. Yeah, but not the best Robin. No. Anyway, what else we got in video games? Uh, that's it for me. I don't have anything for video games. What other categories are there? Uh, well, I got one in video games, sort of, in uh, Overwatch League, which I begrudgingly got into long enough to watch Dallas Fuel lose to Houston. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I, saw anyway, it. I saw it before. I, I didn't even the match know it was it. live. Yeah. What does that tell oh. you? Like, oh. I didn't even know that. They did the first, they did a first, which is they had to uh, redo an attack for an illegal move out of spawn. Something may, something, something. And I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, get it together. (laughs) Like if it's, if it's in the, you know, the ASDF keys, is it an illegal move? Get it together. Take it out of the game. Okay. When they did the, the, um, Zarya grab off the very, very top on Hollywood. Like, it's just... Is that a glitch? Maybe. But they didn't whine about it. Like, how do they define illegal move? I mean, it's one of those things, like, it's it's not a glitch. It was an unknown about the movement, but it wasn't a glitch. This goes back to, like, I'm gonna lose everyone, including you, actually, for this. This goes back to, uh like world cup or apex champion 2016 vibes with like eska and dorado's do i think it was eska and doing the dorado they may walled they may walled over a spot in dorado on attack and pulled the whole team over the wall behind the other team i think this was uh i do remember blue you africans the blue 
or whatever behind to like and just flat out okay but that's iconic that (laughs) kind of thing is iconic this is just like it's playing with what exists in the game exactly if it's allowed in the game currently that, that currently then i don't i personally don't see an issue with it yeah and actually like you brought that up and that actually made me think of something that's been happening in 14 so one thing that happens in 14 is final these fantasy. are final fantasy 14 um and this is unofficial giant nerds both of them. yeah 14 yeah. yeah go on um this is um all unofficial stuff but whenever they release like high high-end content um the fans will put together like a world race to see which static group of people can get through it first and they re- recently released um, the Dragon Song Reprise, which is basically a giant trial replaying through the Heaven's Word storyline. Which, oh goodness, that was one that was a long one. And two, every time someone they would get through one phase, another phase would start, and everyone was like, I don't even know if there's an end to this at this point. I think there's like five phases to this fight, and there's so many. Like, if you do this, you do this, and this, and this. And so there's a lot of really complex mechanics. And in order to even unlock this, what they call an unreal trial, you have to finish the current Savage content, which is also extremely hard. I can't do it. Um, But people have been using like auto collars that they, that are like, will tell you from what's in the game. Like it's connected to the game and it will tell you when a move is happening so you can react to it. Which is an out, which is a third party tool, which I don't necessarily have an issue with that per se, especially if you're if your group's not doing call outs, so you have no idea what's happening. It's very easy to get lost in these fights. But there are plugins you can put in that will tell you where like the area markers are going to get dropped and mm. some of the teams that were getting close to world first are I think and don't quote me on this, I don't remember. I think one of the teams that did get World First were using some of those tools. And so it it sent everyone in an uproar like they they shouldn't have been recognized as World First if they were cheating. Which the call-out bot, I'm not going to necessarily go with cheating. That one's like a iffy. iffy. The other one was, or some of it was like, move left, move right, move forward move here. But that's not even in the game. Wait, it's not this even in the game. This is what you're talking about. This yeah. Things that like, are physically in the game. Like, it, it, it has sparked a debate on what counts and whether or not people that use some of these tools to help. Because there are some people that play this game that are colorblind and they can't see these markers yeah. at all. Oh, but that's the game's fault. They yeah, know. that is the game's yeah. fault. And no, no one ever bats an eye at it, but then now it's become an issue. This is my like If it is accessible to both teams, if it is in the vanilla of the game, like the current uh, just main release, and if it is, uh, if the game requires everyone to be on the same like edition anyway, like Mm -hmm. the same patch, then fucking go for it. Trying to break the game engine is a long storied and valued part of speedrunning games, of competitive games. Yeah. This oh, is yeah. what we do. I was watching an Elden Ring one-shot uh, D&D <laughs> campaign oh my God. where they introduced a uh, spectral horses stacking <laughs> like <laughs> to try and get over a gap. This, it, 
It was it was Matt Mercer's one shot with Brennan in it. He could not keep it together. He was laughing so hard. I mean, this is what we do. I mean, if the game allows you to do it, you should be allowed to do it. Be like Matt Mercer and laugh hysterically and encourage them. Marisha brought it up, by the way. Brennan was sitting there like, yes, 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 yes. That seems, that's <laughs> it was very amazing. Vibe. Uh, but yeah, like gamers game. Oh, what else man. we got? Anything else for games? Um, there is a new Overwatch 2 bug where sometimes when you ult as D.Va, you get teleported back to spawn. I mean, I found that happens when I ult as D.Va all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but because somebody shot me in the face a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because I thought Baby D.Va's pistol was too, was too OP. There was, I was watching a game. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. It was, uh, it was Twilight, who used to be on uh, yeah. Vancouver. And a diva ulted in the point on Ilios in the it was lighthouse, like in the lighthouse. The fight was over. They had lost. Twilight was playing Ana, <laughs> ran in, slept the diva, ran out, let the mech explode, ran back in and killed her just to be an asshole. And it was the most amazing <laughs> thing of Twilight just being like we're done with this. Okay, what else we got? We got movie news or general nerd news? What else we got? I got some very general nerd news. Go. It was announced today that a new collaboration between Lego is happening. Oh. And it's Transformers! Of course. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, they Could not uh, be playing to a deader audience. <laughs> like, yeah. All three of us are like, new, okay. Uh, Optimus Prime, it is... Um, I saw him. Yeah, I do have a video for that. I'm just trying to go to it. So, it's pretty cool because it's, uh, it's fully transformable. You don't have to take any parts or, like, change it around. Uh, it's 18 inches tall, going to retail at about, well, uh, um, you know, we don't need to talk about the price. Wait, my wife doesn't watch this show. Okay. Seven dollars. <laughs> no, 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 no. So it's a two-in-one kit. Um, will retail for approximately 139 Dang. Uh, no, I'm sorry. 169 $169. It is a 1,508 piece set. This is their 18 plus, but also I like to say that guy was not Peter Cullen, Optimus Prime, as I've noted in the article. I do not like that they found somebody to badly voice Optimus Prime. When, as it's, I said in the article, it's quote, Lego, that's not business. Not their business model is giving actors to badly imitate not other Optimus actors. Prime voice. <laughs> As I said, when you can't see Peter Cullen clearly sitting right over there by what I can only assume is a fireplace with a dog, a cup of coffee, and a couple of chair as he looks out of a wooden cabin out of a window at peace with the world. That's just me. Anyway. <laughs> I would have badly voiced him for much cheaper. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to be Aside a from Clark uh, Gregg, they can't get anybody. inches tall. This thing was great. And I, you get his blaster, you get his axe, you get an air jock cube, you get the Matrix. I want and desire this. I, mean, I don't want to hear anything from you until you, you get me that tall neck from Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> I got some, or Forbidden West, rather. I got some bad news about the tall neck. What? I didn't get one. You didn't get one at all? They sold out. I bet they did. Out I bet they quick. did. Yeah. Like, I expected cool. at least... At least till I get home, you know? Did you see the release that said that, unfortunately, they will not be stepping on our necks? 
<laughs> Not even if they ask nicely. Like, no. Anyway. So yeah, the tall neck kits, they are they are going to release some more, but they don't have any right now. And I was really disappointed. I really wanted that. I kit. really want one. I mean, Lego would find a new life if they'd uh, release like 3D print kits. Like, that's really where... You don't need 3D print. They're Legos. You build it into whatever you want it to be. So 3D print the pieces. You know, that would be that hard. Yeah. That would there we go. There we go. I mean, even I, I'm not that great at 3D printing, and I could still get the specificity, not to mention you could yeah. scale it to make really cool bigger things or smaller Imagine things if you want. Imagine a transforming life Lego size, Optimus life Prime. Size, life size Tomic. Life size Tomic. That literally you life could do Tomic. that with no, no extra skill required. First off, I think Lego like, will like come to your house and beat you like Kevin Feige if you leak the marble. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever stole anything of theirs. I'm just saying that they, they can they, sell the plans. Are they, are they Swedish or Dutch? Lego? Yeah. Dutch they were Swiss. Might they, not be. Yeah, I think they'll like come to your house and beat the crap out of you. Life-size tall neck. I mean, then they I, already I would have done it because I have a stainless steel and silver mix Lego cast ring that you can put real Lego pieces in to be the jewels. I'll okay, that's wear fun. Sometimes that's fun. Oh, and one of my friends has the other piece that it fits into. Oh, that's that point, cute. They, they, a life size. Not just. I just want to live in Horizon at that point. Okay. Enjoy stealthing everywhere from then on. Why not? There's less. Enjoy being fewer. Enjoy being really, really, really subtle until you're trying to repel from something, (laughs) 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 and then just. Aloy is like inches away from death with every damn thing she Constantly. does. We're not even going to discuss the, the at the beginning of Forbidden West with the, the spaceship. and The, that, the only way to get out of this mess is to topple this entire building. Like, you end up killing these creatures later on without, you know, needing to drop a shovel on them. Yeah. But she's like, nah. Well, I kind of I love it. Kind of respect that a bit, but also no. This was completely unnecessary. I'm love just it. saying their entire whole thing is about risk mitigation until they jump off before double checking their repelling rope. Like you know what? You it can't all be want to hook up a carabiner to that mess. Is it the coolest thing ever? Yes, it fucking is. But like that doesn't excuse the lack of caution she showed irresponsible. Like the cutouts in your place. Anyway, also this kit will be available uh, in Lego stores June 1st. They're accepting no pre-orders for them. This is a good luck, everybody. Do you think it's because of what happened? They did Forbidden? the same thing with Forbidden. It was the same oh, and thing. it you could just not, still happened? You couldn't pre-order. When they, hey, which, you know, fair. Yeah. No scalpers. You got to go. You have to go yeah. into the store to get them or get them online. And Lego is good about limiting what they sell online. Usually it's limited to. So, yeah. I kind of missed out on the tall neck and I'm salty about it, but I'll probably be trying to get this and maybe build it on a little speed build or something. Anyway. If you ever get your hands on a tall neck, though, I will build it with you. If I would have gotten my hands on, on one, you would have known, okay? Yeah. Instead, it was just coming home and just kind of being really disappointed in life. So. I mean, you guys <laughs> should do... You guys should do, like, a time-lapse video or something, because watching somebody build Lego live on stream is the worst <laughs> TV I've ever heard. Like, like, when but I this... miss out on something, like, I mean to buy like with the tall like, I got home, I kind of just sit here and just look at the screen for, like, like at least five minutes, 
like it's going to change. Yeah, sometimes uh, when we get here for the next week's episode, I'm pretty sure he hasn't changed because he's still waiting for the PS5 to pop up as like <laughs> a, a viable option. What else we got in any other stories? This is the free-for-all. What do you got? I have a movie. Go. All right, so... From uh, various creators that worked in Miyazaki or in Studio Ghibli, we have a movie that is coming out. It did come out last year, but it's finally coming out to the United States called The Deer King. And the description reads as thus. In the aftermath of a brutal war, former soldier Van toils in a mine controlled by the ruling empire. One day, his solitary experience is upended, and a pack of wild dogs carry a, carrying a deadly and incurable disease attack, leaving only Van and a young girl named Yuna as survivors. Finally free, the pair seek out a simple existence in the countryside, but are pursued by nefarious forces. Intent on bringing Yuna at, at all costs... Or, uh, I'm sorry. Intending on protecting Yuna at all costs, Van must uncover the truth... Uh, cause of plague and blah blah blah. Basically, this feels very much like a weird mix between Princess Mononoke and Balto, and I'm I'm here for it. It looks so pretty. Uh, there was a movie that came out 2013-ish called The Girl with All the Gifts. It's got a little bit of that vibe too. <laughs> I did screenshot where it just said "fear and hate blind people." <laughs> That's all that was on the screen. <laughs> extremely rude like it looks it looks really good this one made a splash I think in Japan mm-hmm. it was pretty popular Yep, and it will be hitting our theaters specifically July 2022 thir- on the 13th and the 14th so this isn't going to be like a. it's going to stick in theaters it seems it seems like it's going to be like a couple of day affair like a fathom event thing yeah they've been doing some studio Ghibli stuff so therefore, mark your calendars if you want to go see this so that you can make sure to get to the theater. And in the meantime, make sure to go check out your local theater to watch Prince of Tennis. Oh, it is in theaters. One of those is much more likely than the other one. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. just tell you that right yeah. now. I will buy the ticket of anyone that wants to go watch it with me. I'm just saying. I can't help you out. I, I wish I could. I wish I could. Oh, I'm busy. No, I'm, I'm just busy the whole time. Hair. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, cool. If you'll meet me in my house, maybe. <laughs> anyway, uh, what else we got for <laughs> news? I've got a new Marvel character being introduced. Go. Yes, Marvel Voices Pride is currently running in Marvel Comics. Uh, well, they're, uh, the first, uh, I'm sorry, the first issue is coming out in June, and we are introduced to one of our first new mutant heroes, and her name is Escapade, Sheila Sexton. She is also Marvel's first trans superhero. Ooh, whoop. <clears throat> Two um, things. Whoop. First, yay! Second, just Sexton. now? <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I don't... I mean, anyway. Better late than uh, never. Also, her costume is like the most practical costume oh, I've ever I like seen that. for superhero. She's got the <gasps> April O'Neil jumpsuit and a jacket. And what I can only uh, assume is a holster. Uh, she will also bring her best friend, uh, Morgan Red, who's basically going to be her girl in the chair, or her guy in the chair. And this one, her, they're genetically engineered flying turtle Hibbert. <laughs> Run that by me again? They're genetically engineered flying turtle Hibbert. Love it. I'm, I'm sold. Yes. Into um, it, yeah. 
Her power. Yes. Um, uh, if you go to Marvel.com, by the way, there is a great article about her. Uh, well, a great article with her creator. I'm trying to find her uh, powers because she's actually super powerful. Uh, she basically can. Okay, there. Um, ah, let me. Okay, she can instantaneously switch physical locations with another person or trade any specific physical or abstract attribute such as possessions, organi organizational skills, organizational status, skills, superhuman powers, and even situations. Limitations, she has to be, she can only maintain this for a few hours and must be within seven feet of her target. I am curious how the hell they're going to make this work. I need to see this work. Oh yeah. Did you say seven? Seven feet? Seven feet of her target, yes. I, I'm assuming to initiate. Yes, to initiate it. She has to be within seven feet. Yeah. It's incredibly specific. Uh, but also, think Same. about it. I mean, they once had a character uh, named Sink in Marvel who was capable of um, uh, mimicking anybody else's powers. Yeah. And he was extremely powerful. So I'm seeing a lot of that here, especially with uh, Sink still around, too. So I could see her maybe being taught, but like, she's yeah. seven feet within Professor X. Boom. Do Ooh. we know pronouns she, they? Well, pronouns she, she her, her she, she they, they. She. Um, is the, did the article refer to her as she uh, yes she and Morgan is he so what about Hibbert <laughs> Hibbert is a turtle okay. so I'm not sure <laughs> I'm not going to offend Hibbert by getting Hibbert's pronouns obviously the turtle didn't express the, the pronouns I do love the art style she looks kind of like she's cute she kind yeah. of has a thing about her like I like about squirrel girl kind of goofy but capable yeah. yeah, I like her. Her hair has that kind of. It's kind of crazy in the back. And yeah, really she's got like that. the blue thing going on. She's got like blue hair yeah. underneath, which I, is I stupid. I appreciate that. <laughs> is, has blue hair. Super nice. Uh, I got another shot. Just, uh, who does peekaboo these days? I know, right? Like it's so weird. And apparently, uh, Morgan actually makes gadgets and stuff cool. for her to use too, which is going to be kind of cool. I love this shot of her like blazing over the water. I love this art style. I'm down for this. Bring I like new stuff in comics. So hey, oh yeah, fun. yes, it's about time. Uh, F the haters, and more like this, please. I, they're, they're yes. gonna, hey, it does have a squirrel girl vibe. So I want her jacket so much. Yeah, I see. That's really cute. A ton of cosplayers appreciate absolutely. The yes, this is cosplay <laughs> bait in the best possible way. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, look at it. You get the blue boots. I, I kind of look. It's very practical, but I do like kind of I do like the superhero costumes. I hope this is like a, a mock up. This is a, a, wor a work in progress. And know? that's that's pretty cool. standard yeah. to have that kind of yeah. go from one to the other. Yeah. So yay! Welcome Escapade to the Marvel Universe. Who knows? Maybe one day into the MCU. Hopefully. Speaking of the MCU though, I do have a, a, Go on. I got a bone pick. We did learn this week that Kamala Khan's powers in Miss in Miss Marvel will not be the same as in the comic. We're not getting embiggening. We're not getting stretchy body parts and all that stuff. It is going to be more of a cosmic nature, and they said it's going to play. They said they need to do that to make her a bigger, have a bigger standing on the stage in the MCU. And I completely disagree with this right yeah. now. Kamala does just fine with the powers that she has in the comics. I will say. Historically, stretching on screen has gone incredibly poorly. Sometimes I'm, like, I'm looking at you every Fantastic Four movie. 
And I'm looking at the guy that got kicked off the Flash. I will agree. I will agree with Cass. It's gone very poorly. I will completely agree with you on this one. Well, I when I see it, I think uh, Wonder Woman origin story that sometimes there's too much like in kind of left field, like the invisible plane. I supported them taking that out because they had like powers that are just over here and over here and over here and not a compelling way to tell a story around a person with those powers. See, the funny thing, the animated, one of the animated shows, they made the invisible plane work, which I was kind of shocked at. They made it work. When um, they went over to Earth 2, she stole Owlman's plane that had a cloaking device and it became damaged and the cloaking device didn't turn off. Oh, I do like that. There's a difference, though, between making something, excuse me, making something that can work on screen and having a need for it to tell the story you're telling. But also in that same movie at the end, Flash goes to run off and like, like head hit something. That's the the problem with the invisible plane. And he just yells, you can't park it anywhere. He falls to the ground. He showcased that incredible. Why did you keep this thing? (laughs) And she's like, spoils of war. You can't park it anywhere. I mean, yeah. You I mean, any any super phallic elements you want to cut from Wonder Woman, I'm not going to be that mad at. But also like, she can fly. Yeah, yeah. But that wasn't in the first movie. It should have been. She, she, she jumped. I thought she was flying like a little bit. She, she, was mean, she, she, she did. They, she they, did they, at they the end. They changed how it worked, but she couldn't just straight up like Superman fly. Yeah, that's why I like, you know, Justice League Unlimited. She can just straight up fly. Boom, done. But they she, got her there eventually. And at the end, she jumped off the building, like the very, very end. And she's over listening to the city, and then she just effed off. Yeah, but they built that up over, like, two movies. No, she the can't very fly end until of the, the first one. She jumped off at the very end of the first one. That's in 2016. Right. They, they built that power up over a little bit so they might do a little bit of that with Kamala Khan that she we'll gains see. more powers but also they might just change it we'll that's that's they, okay. they, they've clearly made a change and I'm willing to deal with it because like I'm not mad at it she's powerful AF and they've already had some troubles and power creep and like but how did this person oh. lose is there anybody that you can think of that so that's it for a show powerful? this week uh <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. Check us out on supercoolnerdshow.com. Check out our Twitch and YouTube and TikTok and Twitter and (laughs) Facebook and all the places where we are. But if you want to follow us individually, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BetterCat. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at CoroDonoArt for all things Suikoden and art related. You can also follow me on uh, chaotic underscore noodle on Twitter for all things Final Fantasy related. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Good Casts. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Jason the X. Yeah, and uh, keep an eye on all of our stations for all the cool stuff we're doing, and we're going to continue to do and do even more. And have a good night, as we always like to say around here. Keep, keep on, on nerding. nerding.